Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp, and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives. In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted. We also share professional experience we see in the field every day. So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place. Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast. Hey, Trip. Are you there? Oh, hey, Lene. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited today because I didn't have to get up early because Hayden didn't have school this morning. And those are my favorite days. <laughs> Not to say that there wasn't still work to be done, but we got to get started a little later, which is always nice. Um, so I have a joke. I know this is going to surprise you, but I have a joke. Really? I, I know. <laughs> yeah, you ready? Go. Okay. Why was the robot couple's anniversary in the fall? Uh, don't think too hard about it, man. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> because they were automated. Oh, dear. Autumn, fall. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a seasonal o- joke. Automated. 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 <laughs> oh, my. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, Jane. You're so welcome. <laughs> so I'm so excited because we have another guest. We have just been having the most amazing and inspiring um, guest on here lately, and they kind of make me feel like I'm lazy and not living up to my potential, Hmm. but not about me. It's about them. And so um, this particular guest is Dr. Mike Van Tielen. He's the medical director at Clary Gen Z Health, an innovative medical company with a new pill, providing all the benefits of Adderall without any of the harmful side effects. He is also treating a treating physician for Boston Neuropain and Psych Centers, helping tens of thousands of patients with chronic pain and mental health conditions. And he's got a list of achievements here that are amazing. He is a best-selling author. His latest book, The IZOD, I-Z-O-D, Method, Unleash Your Superpower, shares innovative tips and strategies to optimize productivity and focus, free up valuable time, live stress-free, and upgrade body and mind. Sounds amazing. That's on my list of things to read. He is a TEDx speaker and keynote inspirational speaker who has shared the stage with celebrities such as Les Brown, Darren Hardy, Brian Tracy, Dr. Fab Mancini, Nick, I can't say that name, and Dr. Mercola, sorry, Nick, Del Bigtree, Mirella Sula, and so many others. And he has over three decades involvement with the best optimal health practices, anti-aging and regenerative medicine, like we do sports, performance, nutrition and supplementation and biohacking strategies. And he is a mentor and coach, helping people regain control of their health and perform at their highest potential. 
He's also an assistant coach and therapist for the Belgian Olympic swim team for the Olympic Games in Atlanta, or he was, I guess, because that was, that was what, what did he say? 1996? I remember that. Dr. Mike himself is an All-American and is a current world record holder in swimming. Also holds three U.S. national titles and two YMCA national records. A proud member of the exclusive World Sports Alumni. He is also an entrepreneur with proven track record of establishing and developing successful business operations. Dr. Mike owned several anti-aging clinics in Central and Northeast Florida and was the CEO of an innovative stem cell clinic treating top athletes, including NFL players with uh, NFL players and heavyweight boxing champions. Welcome, Dr. Mike. Hey, so thank you so much for joining us. Is it Dr. Mike? Is that is that okay? <laughs> That's good. Yes, yeah, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. So excited to have you. Thanks for having me. So um, tell me, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do and all that good stuff. Uh, yes, I mean, most of your listeners probably can recognize an accent. Uh, I'm originally from Belgium, uh-huh. uh, but I came here in 1997, so I guess I'm going to keep that accent. Uh, I grew up there, um, just uh, my mom providing for me and my brother. Um, went to University of Brussels, did physical education because I loved sports. Um, but after I graduated, what are you going to do with that degree, right? So I decided to do physical therapy. In addition, and uh, traveled with the Belgian Olympic swimmers in preparation for the Olympic Games in Atlanta in 1996. Mm-hmm. And at the time in the U.S., they were short of physical therapists. So a recruiter basically, uh, you know, asked me if I wanted to come and uh, work in the United States. And uh, so I had to save $400, pack my backpack and put my jeans on. And I came to live the quote-unquote American dream. But needless to say, I got knocked down many times. I didn't have a mentor or a coach. So my motto quickly became, I never lose, I win or I learn. And so from a health perspective, I started in physical therapy, but quickly realized that there's much more out there uh, than physical therapy. So I went back to school to the Florida College of Integrative Medicine, got my license in acupuncture, board certified in Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, uh, doctor of oriental medicine, etc., and started to treat patients that way. But I got frustrated after almost another thousand patients because these modalities or therapies, um, as you can call them, they are indeed less invasive and harmful than conventional medicine, meaning drugs, injections, and surgeries. But I really didn't get the long lasting results either. So I had to go back to basics. And I decided to get my PhD in holistic nutrition, but also look at Mother Nature and animals in the wild, because I believe Mother Nature has the answers about health. And so by combining those two, I really got very confident in helping anybody regain control of their health, optimize their health, or today objectively reverse their biological age, which is called biohacking, right? And so from that moment on, I started to write books, doing a lot of keynote, motivational, inspirational speaking. And, um, you know, was the CEO of some anti-aging clinics, uh, the CEO of regenerative medicine or stem cell clinic until COVID hit. And then we closed the doors. And that's when I had to look back and a little bit decide what uh, my superpower was or what I really wanted to do with my life. And so today I'm a mentor and a coach uh, still doing 
or you know picking up my speaking engagements i spoke at the biohacking congresses and conferences and uh, did a tedx talk etc so i'm trying to reach as many people as possible to uh, help them with their health and or you know reverse their biological age or help them in their business if they um you know are falling short of their goals or their dreams so that's kind of in short where i am today that's uh that was a really a lot of information condensed there um cool well i wanted to let you know uh you and trip are kindred because he went to medical school in belgium oh really free university also i went to the french uh the french speaking yeah so yes Uh, in brussels in brussels yeah so the ulb ulb Mm -hmm. i went to the vub so yes uh we 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 may have partied together because many of the people go to the same places there campuses are right next to each other that's what a small world right yeah Yeah. cool um so i'm curious you you closed your doors down during covid um did you feel like you had to do that or what was the motivation there because we we didn't stop well there wasn't a motivation it was most the decision of uh the board members um including myself, just because we were quote-unquote non-essential, remember? And at the same time, it's a, it was a 100% cash-based business. So people weren't going to, you know, look for us during that time. And uh, When we they needed to look for you the most, if, if they, ever there they, was a time, yes, that would have been they, it. But they wouldn't, as you know. So it probably was a smart decision to close the doors at that point and walk away with money versus getting into debt and uh, getting into trouble because... You know, I mean, the marketing. We wouldn't. Uh, a lot of our, a lot of our recruitment or our lead generation was done with live seminars, and so that was also one of the big considerations that, um, you know, most of our recruitment came from local seminars for the older population that came to seminars, and we would educate it to stem cells and regenerative medicine, and that's how we got most of our business. So I guess it was, uh, you know, one of the key motivators of well. We don't have our number one lead generator anymore either if if we continue to open the doors. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, so you do regenerative medicine uh, for joints or how, but you're not doing that anymore, right? You're mentoring and coaching. No, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't own a clinic anymore, but I still recommend it in many, many cases. And, you know, my team is still out there. So I still bothered them a lot and say, Hey, I got some business for you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, it was mostly joints. Although our number one treatment at the time was neuropathy. Uh, Believe it or not, we got great results with neuropathy and stem cell injections. Uh, We did off-label procedures like IVs. Uh, We did inhalation also for COPD and those types Mm -hmm. of things. But they were considered off-label for the obvious reasons they work. Right. Right. (laughs) Some of the best things are off-label. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we won't get into that, but, um, okay. So you're a record winner, a record swimmer, a record, a world record swimmer. <laughs> yes. Something like that. Uh, I actually swam competitively from when I was eight years old to 24 years old. And then I took kind of a 22 year break. And then I decided, you know, I needed some motivation to get in, in, uh, in top shape and so I, I looked up the uh, Belgian records first and said oh, I can do that in six months and once I got several Belgian records I said, oh let's look up some American records and of course many American records are world records 
So it took a little while to get there, but I think it was great because at the time, of course, um, I swam the world record just before COVID 2019 in the 45 plus age group. Now I'm 52. Mm. Uh, so I was 47, 48 years old. But the, uh, the kind of amazing thing was, is that I actually swam faster than I was in my twenties. And I was a good swimmer. We had national records and I had national championships. So, um, the key here was biohacking, meaning, you know, we pay more attention to, you know, to strength, to strategies, to food, to, you know, lowering your toxic load to do all kinds of other things that nobody else would do, especially when you're in 20s, because in your 20s, you're just invincible. So you do whatever, right? right? But how do we compensate for that lack of endurance and VO2 max? And how do we, you know, still be faster at age 48 than, than 22? And uh, was able to accomplish that. So from that perspective, I uh, was a product of the product when it comes to biohacking, reversing biological age and take all kinds of other advantages. Because Unlike my competitors, I didn't swim two hours per day. That would drive me nuts. I don't like it that much. Oh. <laughs> um, and so I only swam three to four times uh, 75 minutes, and I only went to the gym once or two times 40 minutes. So I basically trained much less, but I think I trained much more effectively and incorporated things like bioidentical hormones, stem cells, uh, hyperbaric oxygen, you know, hydrogen water, and the list goes on, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's what made it, uh, made it work and, you know, made me win. You think um, mindset also played a significant role in Yeah, that? Uh, mindset very important in my, uh, in my latest book called The Isot Method, Unleash Your Superpower. I talk about biohacking a lot, but I talk about the seven foundational biohacks because, of course, biohacking is an amorphous term. Uh, lots of different um, you know, explanations, I would say, in, in my book. It just means upgrading your body, your mind, and your life from a health perspective to me. It means objectively reversing your biological age. And so when I talk about biohacking to my mentees or people that want to know what it's about. It's not necessarily investing in expensive equipment or hyperbaric chambers or those types of things. You got to get the foundations in place first. So I'll talk about seven foundations and the number one foundation or one of the seven foundations is obviously the mind because we now know that the mind not only controls the body and disease and labeling of disease, but it also basically is the blueprint to our failure or our success. So even when I work with people, I currently work with a colon rectal cancer patient and a Parkinson's patient. Even when I work with them, I immediately start working on the mind because they're labeled with something, right? So consciously or unconsciously, they're constantly thinking about that. And if they believe they're going to eventually die from cancer, then we're just uh, agreeing with the doctor and we don't want to do that, right? So we need to... Um, change that mindset, uh, eliminate those false core beliefs and start working on that belief system with all the tools that we have available to us now, right? Is a visualization, manifestation, breath work, meditation, brain tap, and all kinds of other stuff that allow us, especially today, I think, for even the layman to experience a different meditative state within one or two sessions. So yes, the mind's very powerful and it is a key to overcoming not only disease, but also for top athletes to get into the zone to get to your highest peak performance. And so the mind always will be a key, whether it's in healing and overcoming disease or whether it's in swimming a world record. <laughs> right. Do you, have a, do you have anything to add? Oh, no, yeah, no, I think uh, 
we have a very similar mindset. I don't know if it was because we were in Belgium or not, but uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our, our book actually. Is that Belgian is, beer is, yeah. is what you're missing you're that about. good food, don't you? You're missing <laughs> that good food, don't you? Oh, for, for sure. It's a good student life. <laughs> Uh, yes. But yeah, I think, you know, with uh, in our book, uh, Think and Live Longer, I mean, the, the priority is to is to uh, up front is to create that image of success. And that image of success uh, using that actually modifies our phys- physiology as we think of it and get imbued with it. So that uh, sure. that really is key. And I use, uh, I use a couple examples in the uh, in the book with athletes and, and things like that. So, yeah, very similar mindset. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Good. So your book, the IZOD, is, it's not just a book, it's a method. And so the seven uh, methodologies are designed to get a patient from where they are to where they want to go. Is that? Yeah, the, uh, I got eight books. This is my last one. The first seven are all about health. This one actually is much broader because during the pandemic, again, we closed the stem cell clinics. So during the pandemic, I was kind of figuring out, not doing much, see what was going to happen. And a friend, colleague, doctor of mine called up and said, hey, what you doing? I said, well, not much. Uh, figuring it out. And he said, well, we're overwhelmed. I need your help doing pre-screening calls for medical marijuana patients. I said, sure, why not? Uh, like to help. So I ended up talking to hundreds of patients every week uh, with ADHD, anxiety, depression, PTSD, you name it. And yes, there's psychotherapy and therapy and smart drugs and nootropics out there, but I really found a common underlying cause pretty quickly. And that was they had no purpose in life. Mm. They were just going with the motions, uh, going to their job, being overwhelmed, coming home, bringing the kids to soccer, um, you know, dealing with the partner and never being able to catch up and always putting out fires. And many of them obviously being financially very unstable, not knowing what tomorrow brings next week, brings next month, next year. And so if I put myself in that situation, I would be worried I would be uncertain, and those types of things obviously then translate in depression, anxiety, and those types of mental uh, conditions. And so I decided to this last book to to really say, okay, we can always work on health, but many times we need to go take a step further because many of these mental conditions cause physical expressions, as we all know, mm-hmm. and those mental conditions you know, many times, again, they're masked with drugs or they're masked with therapy and we got to get to the underlying cause. And so in this book, I'm talking about purpose of life and identifying that purpose. And again, living with passion and living with and finding fulfillment in your life. And once we figure that out, now we need to regain control of our life, of our calendar, of our agenda. We need to start scripting our life and knowing what tomorrow brings and next week brings. And so when we want to do that, we need a plan. We need a strategy. We need to surround ourselves with people that will help us getting to achieve those goals and dreams. And so the more control we create, the more clarity we create. And the more clarity we have in life, the less stress. And so suddenly a lot of those anxieties, depressions and things, they just disappear without uh, drugs are without therapy because we are regaining control. We know what's coming tomorrow and next week and next month and we have a purpose and we have a passion and uh, we're surrounding ourselves with the people that can get help us there. And so once we put those two things in place, even from a health point of view or helping somebody with cancer, the outlook suddenly becomes totally different, Right. And so I decided to talk about biohacking and upgrading the body and the mind in this book, but also decided to talk about um, 
you know, purpose of life and, and what we can do to focus and to increase our productivity and to, uh, again, uh, get a clear calendar and a clear agenda and get a plan and get our goals and, and, and do all those types of things as a solid foundation to realize our goals and our dreams. And so that's what the book about is. And ISOT stands for In the Zone On Demand. Because all of us have been in the zone before, but most of us merely by accident, like, oh my God, I don't know how I did it, but I won this race or I crushed the sales presentation or I crushed my sales goals. Uh, and it's like I was in the zone, but I don't know why, but it just was amazing. And so a lot of people think that being in the zone is just for athletes. And so this book basically teaches people like, no, it's not just for athletes. It's for everybody who wants to acquire that skill. So I basically uh, lay out step by step on how to acquire that skill where we can turn off or on us being in the zone, not being distracted, being focused and just being in that winning mode and crush the competition. And so, so you know, that's what the book is about. It's about purpose. It's about getting control of our life and then upgrading our body, our mind and our life. So those are the three steps, purpose, plan and a team of experts and, and uh, being very clear. So we eliminate all those mental conditions and then we have a clear path and that's when we need to upgrade our health, our body, our mind. And that's the way to get into the zone because eventually what we need to create is a power routine that we can count on each and every time to get us into that flow state, into that zone. So, oh, go ahead. No, please. Uh, well, just out of curiosity, for somebody who feels like they have no purpose or passion, like what's the first step to identifying well, that? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. It's very easy because there's there's basically three types of people, in my opinion. The first ones are the group that doesn't know what their purpose is. Because when we're born, we're obviously pushed in a certain direction. Society tells us to go to school, to college, then work for somebody till we're 65 and live the golden years, which never come, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's our parents or our teachers that push us in a certain direction. If dad's a lawyer, they probably want you to go to law school. His mom's a doctor, they maybe push you to go to medical school. And so we're living this life, uh, but most of us may not be living their purpose. I just talked to a, a, a very renowned eye surgeon and he's great at what he does and he makes a good living and provides for his family and he's one of the best in the country but it's not his purpose it's not what what's fulfilling his life right so so the first part is like a lot of people don't know what their purpose is the second category is people that know their purpose but are barely tapping into it for example two three weeks ago i was talking to 200 chiropractors and they are very, very passionate about what they do. They're, they're healers. And so it feels like they are, they find their purpose in life is helping people uh, and healing people, but they barely tapped into it because most of them are waiting for the $40 check from the insurance company because they did an adjustment. And it's like, guys, you know, you need to think much bigger. You are healers in the community. There's much more things that you can do. You can do cash-based services. You know, who do you want to help in the community? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, they, they limit themselves by saying like, well, there's all the people with, I just make this up, Parkinson's or Alzheimer's dementia, but I'm not a medical doctor. Well, you don't need to be a medical doctor. There's many biohacking strategies that would help this certain patient population in your community. So why don't we start promoting it and 
put a cash-based business in place because your conventional doctor is not helping them anyways, right? right? So, so those people, they're tapping into the superpower, but they need to unleash it. And then there's a very small percentage that discovered their purpose and fully unleashed that purpose, right? But I think the key here is for you to find out if you're living your purpose is the first thing I do with uh, clients is tell them the next morning, not if it's a weekend, but a work day, is when you get up in the morning, and you're awake, ask yourself what you're thinking. Are you thinking, I have to get up, I have to go to work, I have to do this, I have to do that? Or are you thinking, I get to get up, I get to get to work, I get to accomplish this, I get to accomplish that? And so that will tell you right there and then whether or not you're living your purpose right now. And so unfortunately, as you know, most people, it will be the first scenario. And so that means it's like you're not living your purpose, even though you may be paying your bills and you may be being very good at what you do, but you're not living your purpose. So so let's figure out what it is. So then the next step is I do certain exercises and um, have conversations with these people to identify what their passion and purpose is. And usually it only takes one session or maybe a few sessions to really hone into what their true purpose is. And then obviously we get an immediate objection to that because let's 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 take the example of the eye surgeon. Well, you're right, Dr. Mike, that is my passion, that is my purchase, we figured it out, but I have responsibilities, I have bills to pay, I have a job, I have patients, I have an office, I have, you know, a commercial mortgage to pay off and those types of things. And so that's their first objection. But um, I'm not, I'm immediately telling them, I'm not asking you to drop all that. I'm asking you to start working on your real purpose. And all we need to do is free up one hour a day to start working on it. Oh, I don't have time. (laughs) I've never had anybody I couldn't free up one hour a day because, you know, what do you, I mean, if we go to somebody's day, they're either, they either come home and they watch Netflix. So there's an hour right there. Or um, if it's a busy uh, entrepreneur, I would ask, this is just an example, a question like, how many meetings did you have today? Oh, I had two meetings. Okay, how, how long were those meetings? An hour each. Who cannot make a decision on one topic in 15 minutes? So from now on, you're going to schedule 15-minute uh, meetings to save you time, but also save the other people time because there's no reason to be on a call for a whole hour to make a decision about something, right? So, so I help them to free up that time, and then we're going to work one hour per day on your purpose. And it's amazing on how taking those small incremental steps makes huge differences pretty quickly. And at a certain point, we may be able to transition into that purpose or, or coin quote, you know, or maybe we, we uh, free up enough valuable time so they can continue to work in their practice or whatever they're doing, maybe go part-time, hire another associate, but really start working more on their purpose because that's what gives them fulfillment uh, in their life. So those are some type of things that we do to to make that a reality. That's awesome. Out of curiosity, what was the renowned eye surgeon's uh, passion? Clarinet, rock guitar, <laughs> I'm just curious. Actually, believe it or not, it, uh, it was speaking and sharing a message because this uh, specific eye surgeon uh, basically uh, came here from Cuba. Uh-huh. And so obviously it wasn't easy for the parents and for him to go to school, right? So the parents had to work hard. And so what he had to learn, which is a little bit my story too, is like the parents didn't have the indispens- the, the extra money to give him a bicycle or to 
enroll in extracurricular activities at school because even though a school after school program may only be $50 per month, you know, sometimes your family doesn't have that uh, disposable income. So he his message today is that, you know, most of us um, live in, in a world of instant gratification. And his message is we need to practice delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. And there was a good study done uh, where they put uh, kids into a room, an experiment, and they gave them a candy in front of them. And, and, and the message was... You can have this candy right now or you wait 15 minutes and you get two more candies. And so half of the kids didn't care. They ate the candy immediately. And then the other half of the kids were able to wait 15 minutes knowing they would get two more candies for a total of three candies. So again, it's the message of, you know, if you if you work on something and don't reach and, and don't become a slave basically to the indulgences and the short-term pleasures of life, but you work towards the great treasure of life, which is abundance and happiness and fulfillment and living for service, then you're going to have a much better life, right? So so he had a much bigger purpose in life versus being successful. Uh, it's, it's, it's spreading that message of delayed gratification. Mm, nice. So, nice. Yeah. yeah, really nice. Yeah, we do live in a, in a world of unrealistic expectations. Even in our office, we'll have people who are 40 and 50 years old getting frustrated by not seeing results over the weekend. (laughs) I'm like, it it took you 40 to 50 years to get you to where you are. So it's going to take a minute. (laughs) Isn't that funny though, right? Because many times, even in the past, when I just, you know, was doing natural medicine or whatever, I said, why don't you take this supplement because it doesn't have the side effects and it will work better than that medication you're on. And so after three days, they would give up because it's not working. I said, 60 days would be appropriate. And I said, if the doctor gives you antibiotics, you comply for what? 10 days at least. (laughs) 10, 12 days. And yet for a supplement, you don't want to, right? So yeah, that's exactly a good example of instant gratification. You know, they want the magic pill, you know, the uh, silver bullet, and it just doesn't exist, you know, not for anything, not for health, but also not for becoming a millionaire. There's a lot of foundation, a lot of hard work to be late, um, you know, and and so there we go. And most people need guidance, need to be surrounded with a team of experts. And so when it comes to health, you guys, functional medicine doctors, you know, are a great resource to, you know, show people that right path or push them in the right direction. But ultimately, we can't do the push-ups for them, right? Right. So. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and in our office, it's all about getting the patient to become the CEO of their health goals. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, and you go back to the Stanford study that he was talking about when they looked at those same individuals they put in those rooms. 20 years later, 30 years later, the individuals who waited for the for the candy. They're the successful, successful people. Yeah. yeah. Really successful. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, what is um, what is one thing that you would like the listeners to know? One. That's a <laughs> Challenge accepted. Well, who are your listeners? <laughs> they they run the gamut. Run the gamut. Obviously, people who are 
interested in biohacking and regenerative modalities since that's what we're all about over here. Yeah, I think it's, it's again, it's, it's really, um, you know, realizing that conventional medicine is not a solution and they're very limited in their tools and realizing there's so much more out there. Also realizing that the body knows exactly what it's doing, that, that any interference, um, you know, may not give a positive outcome. So all we need to realize is that we need to put our body in the correct condition so that it can heal itself, it can optimize itself, it can live longer, it can, you know, uh, improve our lifespan. And so we need to give it the right tools and put it in the right conditions. And so... Therefore, you need a mentor, you need a coach, you need people like yourselves, functional medicine doctors, etc., um, to even objectively measure where you start and then see how effective the strategies and the measurements are. And it's mm -hmm. a journey because, you know, at a certain point, you get addictive to being healthy and feeling great and feeling vital and feeling strong. So you only want to get better. And um, for those who are not even in that stage, you know, uh, one of the things I always tell people is when you listen to your regular uh, medicine doctor and you're wondering whether or not um, it's the truth or it's something that would help you. I always tell, why don't you ask yourself what animals in the wild to do? And it's something that people always are like, ooh, you know, that's interesting. And it is interesting because that's what I did in the beginning. And it's so like, you know, <clears throat> you, can, you can ask very simple questions, you know, what do animals in the wild do? What do they drink? Well, they don't drink energy drinks. They don't drink coffee. They don't drink anything but water, really, right? right. <laughs> and if they eat fruit, obviously, they still get mostly water and they get some vitamins and minerals with their water, right? But that's about it. Um, you know, um, how many times a day do they eat? Well, you know, most of them only eat once a day because our digestive system is only designed to uh, digest one meal a day and not three, four or five meals a day. Um, what do they do after they eat? Well, they usually go lay down and let the digestion take place before they go hunt again, right? Um, are they going, laying out in the sun in the middle of the day when it's 90 degrees on the beach? No, they don't. When, when the sun comes up and it gets hot, they go hide. They go rest in the shade, right? Do they wear shoes? Do they wear clothes? Do they wear sunglasses or hats? Now, I'm not suggesting you start running around naked here. Please don't. Could get you Listener, in trouble in please. our civilization. But, you know, we're talking about grounding. We're talking about being in contact with Mother Earth. We're talking about, you know, um, discharging the excess energy into the ground, you know. Um, you know, uh, sunlight, fresh air, all those types of things. So... Many of the answers lie in Mother Nature, and that's why I tell people sometimes just use your common sense, you know. Uh, we talked about stem cells earlier. If a, if a mother gives birth to a young, you know, instinct makes them uh, eat their placenta, right? And so why, why is that? Because the placenta contains what? The uh, amniotic fluids, the amniotic tissue to do what? To repair everything that needs to be repaired from giving birth. And so it's an instinct. So maybe we should look at, you know, how important are stem cells and amniotic tissue to repair and re-engineer damaged tissue. So that's where regenerative medicine comes in. And so we can go on and on and on and on. But sometimes I tell people, you know, just think about those things, about common sense, about mother nature, and think about what animals in the wild do. So that's a great perspective. I love that. Great analogy, yeah.
mm-hmm. for sure. Well, um, so do you, you work with people virtually? Yes, uh, unless they're local, I work with them virtually. I have mentorship programs. I'm actually working on online courses so I can reach a bigger audience because I'm only one person. And so how many people can you help one-on-one? Um, so I'm really working diligently up until January the 20th, you know, the January of 2024. I hope to have a few online courses, which are going to be high value. It's not just going to be lecturing, but it's actually action steps that people can take to, uh, find their purpose or their turn, you know, turn their cancer around or, you know, go seek out a, a, a functional medicine doctor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm working on that to reach a, a broader audience and trying to get more speaking geeks at the same time. Very cool. So where can our listeners find out more about you? Well, the easiest place is just my website, biohackingunlimited.com. All my books are there. Mentorship programs are there. You can subscribe to a free uh, uh, you know, email list. Uh, my speaking bio is there. Everything you may want to my podcasts are there. Um, so once our podcasts come out, it will be there too. Um, awesome. So biohackingunlimited.com. Great. And listener, I'll have that in the, uh, it'll be around in the text somewhere. Well, sure. Dr. Mike, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your wisdom and experience. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you guys for your time because, uh, you know, it's teamwork here and we're all trying to spread the word. So thank you for your time, both of you. Thank you. All right, listener, hope you found this educational, informational. And until next time. Thanks for subscribing to Your Infinite Health. I'm Dr. Tripp. And I'm Lene. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it.